Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Holy guacamole! It's Taco Tuesday! Which can only mean one thing. Here's Spectrum 13 sports anchor, Luke Hetrick, on In The Zone. Pass the Pico! Luke Hetrick, TV superstar from Spectrum News 13, joining us on this fine Taco Tuesday, a pre-holiday, pre-Christmas edition of Taco Tuesday. Luke, welcome to the show. We missed you last week. Uh, apparently, I missed you too much yesterday because I thought it was Tuesday <laughs> on Monday and was really looking forward to our segment. Yeah, uh, peek behind the curtain. I get a text yesterday from Luke Hetrick. He goes, hey, are we still on for today? And I had to think really long and hard about it because you really tripped me up there, Luke. I thought you, you definitely pushed me into the mindset of thinking it was Tuesday, but there we were, there we were on a Monday. The only thing that really got me by and knowing that I was right was that general fog that um, that overtakes my brain on Monday. It's not a Tuesday thing. I'm always fresh and spry and ready for you. We had phone issues yesterday, too, so yeah. it's good that uh, you know we're connecting today instead. Yes. Yeah, busy, uh, yeah, busy that, guest that show today. Well, Taco Tuesday is more a state of mind than anything else. <laughs> I think that's what clears me up, you know? You get that Santana, oh yeah, como va going. Uh, I, two, two of the three people talking on this radio show at the moment have seen Avatar 2. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm and, just I'm on that island. Then. Yeah, and Luke had a pretty gold tweet in terms of uh, the environment he was involved with while watching this movie. Do tell. Yeah. So perfect setup, Taz. Thank you for that. Gotcha. Uh, Mark yeah, Helfrich's fault assist. It, it really was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> went last night, and I decided I went cheap and just saw it in standard, just regular, regular old. You know, no 3D, no IMAX went which was you know i'm regretting it now i'm regretting the no imax i did the same thing rookie move well at least tazi did it at a a place that serves dinner though studio movie grill yeah oh you oh good for you i just did i just went and got my large soda and popcorn that's 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 how i roll i got a mediocre quesadilla who's that (laughs) you know who goes to the movies for quesadillas i well (laughs) modern day stuff modern day stuff when you have a girlfriend they uh they like to indulge in such things well, yeah, and you also, you guys went and saw Santa, which was cute. That scored you some points. Yeah, well, yeah, she, it was actually a work event, and she was dressed as an elf. And it's funny, two of the pictures that I've dared to put up on social media of me with her, one time she's dressed up as my emo partner on Halloween, and then next time I put her up, she's dressed as an elf. And she's like, people are going to think I'm like a cosplay girl. <laughs> she was she was working the event. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, she was working the event. Yeah, well, uh, well, I think what it says is she can pull off any outfit. It's true. Yeah, I actually thought it was so, kind of hot how she was dressed as an elf. <laughs> that's a, yeah, okay, great. Awesome avatar. Thank you for so ruining far. Christmas for me. <laughs> thinking, oh, what's going on in Tazi's brain? So I go, so I'm in Avatar last night. Previews are going, okay, I'm in my seat. It's starting to get packed. And these two guys walk in. And I always pick the back row in the corner because I don't want people, yeah. I don't need people moving in front of me constantly. 100%. So I'm sitting there. Two guys walk up. One weirdly looks like Evan Peters and Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh-oh. I'm already on edge. 
Uh, so that guy comes up, and he's, like, looking around near me to find his seat, and then he goes through. The guy behind him, this guy was in rare form. He comes up, he stops, and he, like, does a full 360. Like, But it wasn't like, a, hey, let me look. It was like a spin, like, you know, I'm in la-la land. And That's a move. Like, starts looking back and forth, and the lights start to dim, and... All of a sudden, this dude looks at me, leans down, and goes, Man, I just ate a whole bunch of shrooms. Oh. Buckle up. <laughs> I, I, dude sits right next to me. Buckle up is not, I, is not the phrase you want to hear from anybody nearby that you no, don't know. No, no. And then he sits next to me, and I'm like, Oh, my God, this is going to be the next 315 of my life. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Dahmer from a couple rows down is like, Hey, buddy, we're down here. So oh my gone. god oh so you got saved down, but i can just hear him like you know it's, it's cool it's avatar it's visually stimulating it's awesome and all i hear you know every every five minutes is no way <laughs> i mean i'm surprised i didn't have anyone in my audience that was dealing with the same thing and i mean i'm gonna be honest when i was watching avatar i was like you know what would make this movie better <laughs> But if you're gonna go, the, but if you're gonna go the lengths of taking drugs to enjoy the movie more, which if that's your bag, then do your thing. But wouldn't you yeah. then also spring for the IMAX in that situation? You know, right. You're not gonna go. You don't go all in on the game plan and then skimp on the uh, on the movie ticket. That's a good good call. Well, as someone who's never done mushrooms before or seen a movie in IMAX, I'm thinking it's kind of like you go the first time just to see the movie and experience it. And then you kind of get a sense for what it is. So the second time when you go, then you take the mushrooms and it's just The movie's not ruined for you. You're not missing anything. That's just me. So you're saying I should go again? Oh. <laughs> it was a really long movie. It was. <laughs> oh, I move fast, but you're an adult male. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Guys, this is oh. not what not what James Cameron had in mind when he put this one together. It, well, I no, think not at all. How could he be so uh, out to lunch on that? I feel like it is exactly what he had in mind. <laughs> yeah, and not giving away the movie, but it basically just turned into it was Avatar and Titanic. Yeah, that's what it turned into. That's it's, why I have. No, I just have no. I have no interest in seeing. I never this. even saw the first one. I wasn't really that. I mean, I was blown away by the. By the look of it, by the feel of it, it's hard not to love that. And what the the yeah. um, the aesthetic of the movie is great, but the story is it's a story that's been told a million times. That's in like hundred. It was Pocahontas. That's all it was. Modern movies are all CGI and effects with no real story. I mean, and and I would say Avatar has like more of a story than most of the movies that are put out. So it's yes. yeah, I'm a TV show guy now. I was even saying the Kravitz. That, that I would love to be in a movie theater that sh was showing Bill's Dolphins that night. Yeah, that's that's the scene. Good call. And can we also stop calling movies like the Lion King remake live action? Right. It's not it's not live or action, really. It's just CGI. Exactly. <laughs> I did like the remake, though. That's a TV stickler right there. All right, let's talk some sports before we send you on your merry way. The Magic Run ends at 6, uh, but they have been playing really well. They even played well last night in a loss. What's impressed you the most as of late? Six out of the last seven for this team. What's kind of standing out to you, Luke? You know, they're finding different ways to win, and I think early on 
you know, a lot like last year when they were really struggling throughout the entire season, but really at the beginning of the year, they were only winning games when Cole Anthony would get hot. Those first couple games that they won this year, when they were 5-20, and 20, it was really just Franz or Paolo getting hot. Now, Jalen Suggs played really well at Chicago, hit that big shot, but really it was just if those two guys are on, you have a chance. And lately what you've seen in six of these last seven is different guys stepping up. Markel Fultz has been very solid. Now, his stat line has kind of been across the board, but he's made the hustle plays, and when he needs to score, like last night, and then be that distributor and truly have the offense run through him, he did that. You've gotten a guy like Mo Wagner, who I think has been fantastic. Different guys throughout this winning streak, or six of the last seven, have stepped up. They've done it in a different formula, and I think that's huge because now teams are really starting to game plan on both Paolo and Franz, Those two have really taken a step forward. They've been fantastic this year. But being able to win in different ways when you're so shorthanded and different guys stepping up, that to me is a very, very good sign of progress. Preach. Do you think that this turnaround, and I know that we're still a couple of months away. Tazi, curious where you fall on this, but let's hear from Luke first. Do do you think that this turnaround could make the front office rethink the usage of the deadline? If they continue playing like this, I mean, they're not going to win six of seven every seventh game or however that shakes out. But, I mean, if they're playing winning basketball, they're involved in a play-in situation. I don't know what they were planning to do in the first place, but do you think they look and go, okay, now we've got to re-examine what our move is at the deadline. Maybe we're buyers rather than sellers, or who they're selling is different, or maybe they don't do anything at all, which is also an option. Do you think it changes the approach? Well, what was the approach, I think, coming into this year? What was a reasonable expectation for this team? And, and it was kind of all across the board. And I think the ceiling that we really thought for them was to be in the play-in. I think that's what we all would have been encouraged by, or at least being in that conversation for as long as possible. Right. 16 days ago, at 5-19, and 19, before they played really well in that 20th loss against Milwaukee, there was not a chance of that. They were in the tank for Victor discussion whether they wanted to be or not. So now that's just a two-week period where they have played really well. But what, what was the expectation at the beginning of this year? They weren't going to be contenders. They weren't going to have home court in the playoffs. They probably weren't going to be a top-seven seed. So how much were you going to be a buyer at that point? I think you look at, do you want to get off Mo Bamba's contract at that point? But, you know, what are you going to get in return? So I think there's a lot of questions to be asked. But if you're asking me about going all in or making that big move, when's the last time someone's done that for the play? And I understand this tournament's not, you know, a piece of ancient NBA history that it is relatively new, but they're a year away from really starting to have those serious conversations. I think the approach to this season has not changed. You're more competitive than you were last year. They're in games more. They're winning games. I think last year they weren't winning their 11th game till early February, late January. Now they've done it before Christmas. That's huge. So you just look and say, we need to continue to let Franz and Paolo develop, which they are. Let's get guys healthy. Let's see what J.I. is when he comes back. Let's figure out what our plan is for a guy like Markel. I think that has now turned into a major focal point for this season. But as far as making a move, at this point, at 11 and 21, they're not 21 and 11, I think right now they kind of stay stay down. Yeah, I'm pretty much right on with that. I had someone hit me up on Twitter last night saying, oh, the Magic, they're going to have too many bodies once everybody's healthy. Could they compartmentalize? Could they make a big trade, send assets? Bring it. The name brought up was Bradley Beal, and 
it's like ultimately I, I don't think they'll really do anything unless they sell off pieces. It's just another year to assess how things go. They want to see it all the way through, kind of almost like in a in a Baltimore Orioles spot for Kravitz. You know, he's yeah. a big Orioles fan, and they overachieved last year. And, yeah, and they traded off Mancini and Jorge Lopez, and that did bum out some fans because they had a chance to make that wild card game. But based on their grand plans, they're not going to rush the biggest picture just for maybe a few more wins this year. So, so. I'm going to counterpoint that for both of you. I think that part of the reason why they can strike now, um, it, is a, it is a good comparison with the Orioles because I think both of those teams are kind of uh, in a similar sort of timeline. But, uh, but baseball is just different Very. In, in the way that, that you sh- – I think you have different opportunities to strike. In the NBA, what we're seeing right now is there are a couple of aging rosters – teams that have talent that are probably going to end up pivoting in a year where they're okay bottoming out real quick to see if they can get that guy where the magic have already gone through that process i look at toronto i think they have a couple of pieces van vliet or if you want to go for like an og and an ob and there are other teams around the league the lakers perhaps if there's anybody that you'd want uh, that are Bradley Beal, you mentioned, that are willing to sell now because of who's available. And if you aren't in the sweepstakes for that guy, this could be your opportunity to take advantage. So I think they should shift, not so that they can win a championship or go to the Eastern Conference Finals, but just because I think the timing of it could work out for them. It would be electric. I, if- think, it's, I think it's a very good point. Like, I understand the perspective you're coming from, and I look at someone like a Bradley Beal. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But you also got to sell that trade and say, hey, are you ready to come here? Because this team's not ready to take that next step. You know, Bradley Beal has been in that purgatory situation for, what, three years now? And it's like, what's he going to be? What's he going to go to? He's going to want to go to someone that's ready to compete now or win now. And that's not this team. And I don't think you can sign on the dotted line for that guy for yet another project. I think they need to get to a situation like where Cleveland was last year before Donovan Mitchell to make it look very enticing to say, hey, we got the point guard of the future. We got Evan Mobley, who's one of the best young players in the NBA. We're adding some nice pieces here and there around all of this. Hey, Donovan, that, now it's a good spot to be in. So maybe at the end of this year, if they finish you know, with somewhere between 30 and 35 wins, we can clearly say, wow, they're, they're in their ascension. Now maybe a guy wants to jump in in free agency, but – you know, I, I get what you're saying. There's a point to be made there. I just don't think they're at that stage yet to get that done. I'm kind of exactly with that. I mean, and, and would is Bradley Beal the guy you want to mortgage? You know, you probably get one shot at making a big blockbuster yeah. trade. With yeah, all that. Beal doesn't feel like the guy. I think it's, the, know, it's, it's uh, the right you position. Kick, you, kick, you can kick the tires for sure. You kick the tires if you can. Yeah. But I don't think it's a failure if they're not able to get something like that done. I think Toronto blows it up. I wouldn't mind getting Ananobi from them. Ananobi, Van Vliet, Gary Trent, obviously Siakam, although we have a million of that position. it's The one thing about Beal is that's the ideal position, that yeah. shooting guard, combo guard, shooter, scorer. If we could get one of those, I guess the Donovan Mitchell move would have been made a little bit more sense as we've seen how things played out. He probably would fit this squad, but... He's obviously a great fit in Cleveland. Um, yeah, I think they'll still let the smoke clear. They'll see what, where they stand after this season. 
Luke Hetrick, you can find him on Twitter at LH Sports TV and on your screen at Spectrum News 13. Thanks so much for the Avatar breakdown, Luke. A fun story, and uh, enjoy the holiday. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're off next week, so don't stand by the phone for us. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for all that you do. It's a blast coming on every week. Same to you guys. And, uh, Tazi, hopefully we helped you with uh, some plans here. Maybe you and your girl go see Avatar again. <laughs> I'm in. I, well, you'll be the first one to know if I do. All right, see you guys. Thank you. I think Tazi will be dressing up like Santa Claus for uh, their next function, (laughs) next private function. Up next, Mike Gennetti. Yeah, have that visual in your head for the rest of the day. Mike (laughs) Gennetti from SpotTrack.com with a look at some more big money spent in Major League Baseball, plus his thoughts, 23 quarterback market, and a top five for you. Next. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.